Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Welcome back to Vitality Radio. I'm your host, Jared St. Clair, and it's been a good show so far, but I'm excited for the next segment. One of the great things about doing Vitality Radio is I get to bring some great minds on here talking about things that I think are really important for your health, and uh, today is no exception. I've been trying to track down this guy for quite a while. We've uh, gone back and forth trying to schedule a time. And, uh, you know, he's either in Australia or he's in uh, Canada where he, where he lives or he's flying around the U.S. or somewhere. And I'm always staying busy, but we finally put it together. So I've got a great guest for you today. I'll introduce him here in just a minute. Now, Vitality Radio is now 11 years old. Vitality Nutrition is 42 years old. And before I introduce my guest, I want to talk about a little bit of my history. Now, if you're a regular listener, you've probably actually heard me tell this story just a little bit. So bear with me. It won't take long. From the time I was about five years old, my parents, who were kind of hippie health food people, a little strange compared to most of the uh, parents in the neighborhood, they were giving me vitamins before I'd go to school. And one of the things that they gave me was in this little packet, and I dumped it into my water every single morning, and it was 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C and some electrolytes, and it was called emergency. Now, you have probably been to the grocery store or the big box, uh, you know, Costco or Sam's Club or something and seen this stuff. And, uh, well, it's not quite what it was when I was a kid. Isn't that kind of how things go? You know, stuff used to be better back in the old days or something like that. Well, I took emergency for years, decades even. And then something happened. We're going to talk about it in uh, our interview. So let me introduce uh, my guest. His name is Richard Pollock, and he is the founder of Pauling Labs and uh, the creator of a product called InnerSea, which is what I use now instead of emergency. Richard, welcome to Vitality Radio. Hey, Jared. Thanks so much for having me today. It's great to be here. Absolutely. It's good to have you on. I know you just got back from Australia, so you might be a little little jet lag, so I appreciate you getting up early this morning and doing the show. No problem. I'm happy to be here. So the first question I have for you, Richard, is uh, for the people who have not heard the name Pauling, where does the name Pauling Labs come from? Because you're Richard Pollock. Yeah, that's right. So uh, we, there are a couple of things. So the one of the um, one of the people we was a co-founder with me, a guy by the name of Gary Lovell. His last name, obviously, Lovell and Pollock, and we sort of put it together. But it's also a real homage uh, to uh, Linus Pauling, who uh, who we all idolize here and and really feel is is one of the major fathers of vitamin C, along with Erwin uh, Stone and and Albert Ciencient Gorgi and. So we wanted to be able to sort of honor Linus Pauling as well as uh, uh, honor uh, the Lovell Pollock connection as well. Okay. And you've got kind of a history uh, with Linus Pauling that's very interesting. Uh, when you were a kid, you told me a story about uh, your health. Will you uh, share that with our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. So my vitamin C journey began when I was three years old. 
and it's interesting. I was one of those kids that uh, everyone knows, super hyperactive, ADHD, any home movies that you have, it's it's me running around in circles, uh, pretty much uncontrollable. My entire family, extended family, uncles, aunts, friends of my parents were, put that kid on drugs, we can't have him around, really don't want him in our houses, so please put him on Ritalin. As luck would have it, my grandparents lived next door to a fellow by the name of Abram Hoffer. And Abram Hoffer, Dr. Hoffer, was one of the founders, along with Linus Pauling, of something called the Orthomolecular Society. And this is back in the late 60s, early 70s. These were the pioneers of what has become our industry today, where um, these medical professionals and scientists believe that you could treat uh, psychological and physiological illnesses with diet and supplementation and natural diet and supplementation. So not with harsh synthetic pharmaceuticals, but rather with minerals, vitamins, and diet. So they got me onto a program of mega doses of vitamin C, niacinamide, other B vitamins, removed all refined sugar from my diet, and lo and behold, my hyperactivity uh, totally abated, my dyslexia became treatable, um, and some of the other behavioral issues and learning disabilities that I had really sort of uh, fell away um, as soon as I began this regimen. Um, and it was really important and, and pivotal in my life, and I, and I continued on that program well until I was 13, 14 years old. So I want to get this straight. Are you telling me you didn't have a Ritalin deficiency? <laughs> That's right. I believe it or not, it wasn't a wow. Ritalin deficiency. That's right. So That's hard to imagine. Uh, I know. And there's some... Those are rampant around in this country. Ritalin and Adderall deficiency is very, very common. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of how it's being treated. Anyway. Uh, well, that's, that's right. So I'm, I feel very fortunate because the side effects for kids that are put on Ritalin and Adderall later in life are, uh, are really showing up now to be horrific from drug addiction to the inability to concentrate and, and, and actually lower IQs. Yeah, it's a, it's a sad situation. One of the things that I've experienced over the years at Vitality with parents coming in is there's a high level of frustration for these parents. It's very difficult uh, to raise a child who is, um, you know, extremely hyper and uh, dealing with ADD, ADHD type symptoms and all that kind of stuff. Um, you've got teachers complaining and family members, like you mentioned, and, and siblings and who knows who else. And uh, so the frustration is real and the, the quick and, and seemingly, at the time anyway, painless solution might be a drug, but there, uh, there is no riddle and deficiency. And uh, so obviously you were blessed to have someone in your life or next door uh, to your to your grandparents that that knew that and knew what to do about it. So that's that's an awesome story. So Linus Pauling, for people who are, you know, kind of avid readers of health and nutrition information, his name pops up pretty often and he's uh, almost synonymous with vitamin C. And of course, emergency, as I mentioned before, was the product that I was uh, uh, given every single day. And, and, and I love this stuff. My parents didn't have to force me to take it. I liked taking it. So I'd take it all the time. And when I'd start to get the sniffles or a sore throat or something like that, I'd take it multiple times a day. 
And I swore by the stuff, absolutely loved it and used it, well, all the way up until some stuff changed. And so uh, let's talk a little bit about, you, you, you said that, you know, that was your childhood story, but then how did you become involved in the nutrition industry? So, yeah, it was really interesting. So fast forward to 28 years later, or, or not 28 years, but tw- I was 28 years old. I was lucky enough to meet an incredible man by the name of Jay Patrick who was the founder of Emergency. And uh, he had heard my story and had asked me to come and work with him down in California. So I went down and, and worked with Jay from the time I was 28 and, and until he passed away. And we were at the company Emergency. And Jay's entire reason for being um, an entire reason for building his company was uh, he wanted to spread the word of mineral ascorbates. Um, and mineral ascorbates, from, from his and, and my belief, is really the only form, true form of vitamin C. When we're taking sort of ascorbic acid, his belief and, and, and my belief is that ascorbic acid is, is really only an intermediate form of vitamin C and truly not the best form of vitamin C. And I uh, so really spent a lot of time learning from Jay, uh, learning about why mineral ascorbate is so important and so important uh, for almost every physiological action within our body. And so, yeah, I was very blessed to uh, to be mentored by Jay until he passed away. And then, of course, in 2012, uh, his family decided to sell uh, emergency analyzer to Pfizer, which happens to be the largest pharmaceutical company in the world, at which point uh, myself and, and the rest of our uh, colleagues at Alicer were, uh, were without uh, jobs. Uh, they didn't want you guys around? <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, you, they, with these big companies, they, they know how to do things better and, um, and are really, um, really focused on, on their own systems and the way that they do things. So, um, you know, when, when big companies buy smaller companies, they, they want to uh, have their own people there. So they right. sort of removed it. Well, and of course, you know, we talked before uh, that uh, they have a different way of doing uh, quote unquote nutrition, a more uh, synthetic uh, version of it than uh, most of the companies that are in the health and nutrition industry as opposed to the pharmaceutical industry for sure. So my initial response to the Pfizer purchase uh, as a guy who not only used the product but sold the product at Vitality was uh, one of, uh, what's the word, horror maybe? <laughs> I didn't want them taking over one of the companies I loved so very much for all those years. The first thing was I didn't want to support Pfizer with my nutrition dollars. So if the product was going to stay the same, it was going to be the product I loved, I was already looking for an alternative at that point. But then they changed it up a little bit. So what's the difference between emergency now and emergency then? Uh, well, you know what? I don't want to get too much into the differences, but the main the main thing that they've done is they really did not believe in the whole mineral ascorbate approach and really just wanted to really focus on ascorbic acid and really just sort of change a lot of the profile of the ingredients um, a lot of the things are, are, um, that they've done are really focused on 
the mineral ascorbate, the way that it's flavored, uh, some of the other basic ingredients. So it's really not the the same product it was when Jay had formulated it. So, and, and that happens with a lot of these products that are built. So what we wanted to do with, um, with Energy is really focus on a much more natural approach, really get back to the mineral ascorbate and really provide something more robust than something just for immune emergencies. So with NRC, we wanted to really focus on the mineral ascorbate approach to vitamin C. We wanted to really uh, help people understand that we're bags of mostly water and that how do we get energy? A lot of people are taking caffeine for energy and, and other things. And we said, well, listen, where does our energy come from? We're bags of mostly water with electrochemical signals running around our bodies. We wanted to be able to provide people with electrolytes, which is really what is gives us our energy and allows all of these electrochemical signals to travel through our bodies. Um, when we're low on energy, we're typically low on electrolytes. Um, it's really interesting that you can do an experiment on yourself after lunch. Everybody gets what's called a post-lunchtime dip in energy. And that's because your vagus nerve is pumping all of your electrolytes into your stomach to help absorb your food. So you get that little bit of a dip in energy. That's why people like to have a coffee or a tea after lunch. If you take electrolytes, and I'm hoping you take NRC after lunch, you'll notice that that dip doesn't occur. And that's why we call it NRC, because really it's, it's, it's about energy from electrolytes and vitamin C. So that was sort of one of the major differences. And of course, we don't use in our flavorings and colors, it's all whole food ingredients. It's a much less sugar. We don't use a, a high fructose corn syrup. We use an evaporated cane sugar. We have much less sugar. And there's, a, and there's much more of a multivitamin component to it. So we have vitamin A, vitamin E. We've added a C, seaweed source of iodine because North Americans are no longer uh, get it using iodized table salt. We're using specialty salts that doesn't have iodine in it. In it. And we're also not eating a, a lot of seaweed, which is really the only source of iodine in our diet. So we really wanted to create something much more robust. We added a therapeutic amount of zinc ascorbate as well to NRC. So you're actually getting five grams of zinc, which is really fantastic for uh, protecting your immunity and helping build your immunity. All right. And so let's get into this whole electrolyte thing a little bit, because I think this is a place where the average uh, American has been misled uh, in terms of marketing and things like that. You mentioned that we're mostly water. I think if you just ask uh, somebody on the street, what do you do to hydrate? They're going to give you probably one of two answers. I drink water or I drink a sports drink, Gatorade, Powerade, whatever. And more often than not, I think most people think hydration equals drinking enough water. But hydration is more than just water. So talk to us about the minerals and the electrolytes and the balance with water. Yeah, absolutely. So you can drink a ton of water and particularly the filtered water and you're getting no electrolytes whatsoever. So electrolytes are the minerals that allow our electrochemical signals to tra travel through our nerves. So every smell, touch, 
feeling, emotion we have, every action is all controlled by electrolytes. And our electrolytes are calcium, magnesium, selenium, uh, there's some chromium, there's chloride, there's sodium, potassium. And all of these electrolytes are responsible for everything that we do. So when we're tired or when we're um, feeling sluggish, we feel it when we have a flu. Our electrolytes are depleted. We're dehydrating ourselves. We need to consume electrolytes. One of the incredible fallacies, and it's almost as insidious as the cigarette companies, are the sports drinks. Because you do need a little bit of sugar in order for electrolytes to be absorbed through the small intestine. However, it's an important ratio of about 4% sugar to the solution that you're that you're drinking or you're consuming 4% of sugar. So when you're drinking a Gatorade, a Powerade or any of these other drinks that have 40, 50 grams of sugar, what it's actually doing is dehydrating you. So that sugar, there's something if we remember our high school science called osmosis. And what ends up happening is you get reverse osmosis where the electrolytes are being pulled out of the cells because there is so much sugar in these drinks. So it's not only um, not rehydrating you, but it's making you more thirsty so you consume more of the sports drinks. So it's incredible how awful uh, these drinks really are because they're really not providing any benefit whatsoever. And they're actually just forcing you to consume more. And then you can go to the other side and say, well, we're going to drink a sugar-free electrolyte, but those don't work either because you need just the right amount of sugar, which, as I said, is about 4% of the amount of electrolytes in solution of sugar to get that proper absorption. Thank you. I've uh, talked about these sports drinks many times on Vitality Radio. They aren't uh, more healthy than a soda pop, and yet they're looked at as some sort of a uh, health-promoting you know, beverage. It's, it's crazy. But marketing being what it is, there's a lot of propaganda out there. So when even with the sugar-free, one thing I was going to mention, if it had the right, you know, that 4% you're talking about had a few grams of sugar in there, they're still only giving you sodium and potassium. And you mentioned multiple electrolytes. So it's it's still a, a very weak alternative to a true electrolyte formula, right? Yeah, that's right. And the reason why they've got so much sodium in there, because sodium of, is, of course, salt. And salt is uh, an incredibly tasty uh, mineral, and it accentuates uh, the flavoring. So it, it really— and the, the thirst. That's right. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really just, as I said, it's creating this reverse osmosis causing you to be thirsty and wanting you to buy more of these sports drinks. So it, it's a really interesting uh, marketing marketing play. And that's all these sports drinks are, are just marketing plays. They're not real electrolyte supplements at all. Yeah, multi, multi, multi-million dollar uh, marketing plays. When you look at the athletes they pay to uh, pump their products, they're not spending small amounts of money. So uh, they they know what they're doing in the marketing world, don't they? Yeah. So let's let's jump off electrolytes for a minute and uh, talk about vitamin C. So for, you, you alluded to it, but you didn't quite give us I, enough, I don't think, on the vitamin C. So mineral ascorbate, first off, what is is that? What, what does that even mean? So I'm going to jump back just a little bit and talk a little bit about um, what, what vitamin C is and what 
the difference, and, and we'll get into what the difference between mineral ascorbate and, and, and ascorbic acid is, but all animals, with the exception of human beings, guinea pigs, and fruit bats, produce their own vitamin C. And they produce it through an enzymatic process. It's almost a hormonal process. But the type of vitamin C that they produce is called a mineral ascorbate. And so these animals that produce their own vitamin C happen to live seven times their age of maturity. So, for example, if we were to mature at 20 years old, physically, we would be living to about 140. These animals that do produce their own vitamin C in this mineral ascorbate form don't have the cardiovascular issues, don't have strokes, have uh, much less incidence of cancer, and have much better cellular integrity. We don't produce our own vitamin C. And so what we do is we've been taking since 1923 when, when vitamin C was first isolated as ascorbic acid, we take this ascorbic acid. And what happens is you take the ascorbic acid and that triggers your body to start chelating or pulling out the other molecules that make up the vitamin C molecule. So the calcium, the magnesium, the potassium, the sodium. And what ends up happening is it drops your body's pH because your body's working to pull all of these other minerals out of the body that's triggered by the ascorbic acid. So when we're talking about ascorbic acid, first of all, we're not absorbing. We're only absorbing about 30% of it. It's raising our um, acidity in our body, lowering our, our natural pH from above, from a 7 down to about a 5 or a, a, a 6. And that's what causes sometimes people relate vitamin C to gastrointestinal issues or tummy trouble. And with mineral ascorbate, you won't find any of that. So I believe as well that with the amount of vitamin C in the form of mineral ascorbate, we should be taking a minimum of one to two grams. That's 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams a day of vitamin C. And the reason being is the animals that are producing their own vitamin C are producing it in vast amounts. So a rat, which is physiologically very similar to a human being, is producing anywhere from 2,000 to 13,000 milligrams. That's 2,000 to 13 grams a day in their body. And they happen to produce more of it when they're under more stress. And they store the vitamin C in their adrenals, um, which we don't have the capability of doing. So Vitamin C is so important for managing physiological stress, our immunity. One of the things we don't talk about, and Jared, I'm sure you sell a lot of collagen in your store for skin health, but vitamin C is the most important element for maintaining cellular integrity. So what that means is vitamin C is that interstitial glue that holds our cells together. We all remember the stories of uh, scurvy and that the sailors would travel on the sea and their gums would bleed and they'd start bleeding from everywhere. It was because their cells were breaking down because they weren't getting the vitamin C. So when you're taking collagen, you need to be taking it with vitamin C to really get that full absorption because of course, vitamin C is the major building block for collagen in the body. But then if you want it to be vitamin C that's ready uh, for the cells, you want it to be from a mineral ascorbate Abs source. Absolutely, because really, you know, you've got ascorbic acid, you've got 
uh, calcium ascorbate, which is sort of an intermediate form of vitamin C, and then you've got that full mineral ascorbate mix, uh, which is really what you want to be taking. And that's how we sort of designed Enerci uh, to be that full mineral ascorbate mix based on uh, Jay Patrick's wonderful findings. That's, that's really a- excellent information. I think one of the things that's so critical to understand about human health is that balance is everything. When you talk about, you know, water versus electrolytes, and you talk about some le- electrolytes versus the other electrolytes, and you talk about vitamin C as a, as a raw, you know, molecule like uh, ascorbic acid versus a complex uh, formula where it's bonded to minerals, all of that has to do with the balance in the body. And, and one thing that uh, I have never really thought of, uh, and I appreciate you bringing it up, is the impact that regular ascorbic acid would have by going in and essentially leaching out those minerals to to complete itself so it can do the job that it's in there to do. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Really, really interesting stuff. So what about, uh, you mentioned something else that I thought was really interesting. So back in the day, uh, when I was a kid, I mentioned that I would take uh, emergency, which at that time was, in a, was a mineral ascorbate form of uh, vitamin C, and if I'd start getting sick uh, with a cold or something like that, I would take uh, three, four, five, six packets a day. So I'd be getting, you know, four or five, six grams a day, whatever. And no problem. Everything was fine. Uh, and it really seemed to help uh, me get on top of these, these illnesses. And then as things changed, because when I originally bounced away from the emergency formula, I jumped onto another product uh, that was an ascorbic acid-based vitamin C from a company that I liked that had all the electrolytes and minerals in there. But when I would take even three packs of that a day, I'd get that tummy trouble you were talking about, kind of, you know, loose bowels, diarrhea, that kind of stuff. I couldn't take enough vitamin C to uh, get the job done. Now that I use Inner-C, there doesn't seem to be an upper limit. I can take a bunch. So let's talk about that because the RDA for vitamin C, I think it got raised to 90 milligrams. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of RDAs because- Oh, come R- on. <laughs> Why not? If anyone's an authority on our health, it has to be the government, right? <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, as I said, if we go through these charts and we look at, you know, and they're talking RDAs based on ascorbic acid. So right. once again, you're looking because ascorbic acid can be quite rough. As I said, it does lower the, pH, the, the body's natural pH. So with mineral ascorbate, once again, you can look at these animals that are producing their own. I'll go back to the rat, which is a tiny little animal uh, compared to us and producing anywhere minimum of two grams to 13 grams a day. You've got an animal like a sheep, which is producing, you know, 20 grams a day in its own body. So really ascorbic acid is, was an intermediate form. As I said, it was discovered in 1923 or first isolated in 1923. It's fascinating to note that vitamin C is the only uh, element to receive uh, two Nobel prizes in, in, in one year, one in medicine and one in uh, chemistry. These are both back in 1923. So we need to be taking, as I said, so much more vitamin C than what the RDAs are saying. So really a minimum of a thousand. And I personally take up to six grams a day. So 6,000 milligrams a day. Not only does it build your immune system 
keeps your collagen production way up. So keeping your skin super healthy. Um, but also when we're looking at our telomere health, and I'll talk about telomeres just for a minute, which is really the, the main so we have our genes, and I don't want to get too technical on you, but telomeres are the um, transfer mechanism when our cells start splitting, so when we create new cells. And those start to fray. So all of our genetic information is stored in, in the telomeres within our chromosomes. When these telomeres start to fray, we start to age. And they start to fray because of oxidative damage. And vitamin C is one of the most important antioxidants out there. So when we talk about oxidative damage, what we're talking about is oxygen, and many of us don't realize, but oxygen is, is toxic. Uh, we need it to live, but oxygen-free radical molecules will bounce around and cause uh, cellular damage, cause chromosomal damage in the form of fraying our telomeres. With vitamin C, vitamin C will bind with these free radical oxygen molecules and help us excrete it in the form of water out of our bodies. So really important to be taking much more uh, than just the DRDA amounts and, and really taking a minimum of at least 1,000 to, uh, to 2,000 milligrams a day. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And that's uh, that's what I do. I take at least a couple thousand milligrams a day and oftentimes more. And uh, I'm, I was so grateful. I don't know, you talk to a lot of people about your product, obviously, but uh, I remember the first time I talked to you about uh, Inner C and I was so excited to have my old friend back, you know, that I'd relied on for, I don't know, 35 years of my life, 30 years of my life, something like that. I was so excited when I found out that Inner C was... Uh, more like the original uh, uh, emergency from back in the day. And it has absolutely proven to be everything I hoped it would be. And it even tastes better than the old stuff, which is great. Well, yeah, we, we like I said, all of our products, we are using real fruit powder. So there's a thousand milligrams of real fruit and sometimes more in every pack of NRC that you're taking. So uh, it's just dehydrated fruit in there that we've, we've, uh, we've, we've used for our flavoring. Yeah, well, it absolutely helps. They they taste great. There's uh, is there seven flavors? Do I have that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, seven flavors, and uh, my favorite is the uh, is the peach mango. Yeah, that's and great. Love that one. But uh, we we find that uh, they are all uh, pretty popular once people try them. I think pretty easy to give to your kids. Yeah, uh, because the flavor's good. It's a if for people that are unaware. I guess if you haven't ever used or seen Emergency, it's a little. It's a little packet, a little kind of rectangular packet. You tear off the top, you dump the powder into uh, a cup and then pour some water in or vice versa. And uh, it's an effervescent, so it fizzes uh, for a little bit, kind of mixes itself up. And then you drink it and enjoy uh, a good tasting drink that uh, is doing all kinds of good things for you because not only does it have 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C, but it's got all of those electrolytes that Richard uh, referred to earlier, plus, as you said, almost a multivitamin in terms of other nutrients in there. Just an awesome formula. I absolutely love it and congratulate you for uh, really knocking it out of the park. Well, thanks so much, Sherrod. I, I really appreciate it. Really appreciate the support. And if anyone, any of your listeners ever have any questions, they can call the uh, toll-free number on on our packets or our boxes and uh, feel free to give the company a call if they've got any additional questions or comments. We're always happy to hear from uh, from our customers. 
That sounds great. I, I appreciate your time today. I'm glad we finally got you on the show. Uh, as I mentioned before, we've been talking about it for a long time, but uh, schedules haven't allowed it. But we got it done, and uh, I'm excited to hear uh, how people feel about the interview because I feel like you really uh, nailed some key points. Um, I, we have just about a minute left, and I want to just really quickly highlight one of the things about radio, of course, is people are kind of coming in and out. So let's just highlight really quickly the key elements of uh, why we need to supplement electrolytes and why we need to supplement vitamin C. Can you hit that for about a minute? Yeah. So the issue is, is we need to be supplementing with vitamin C and uh, other minerals because we used to get a lot of our, our minerals and vitamins from our food. But since the 1930s, and there was a study done in the 1930s about uh, the fact that our the soil that farmers are now using, because we've gone to this industrial production uh, of agriculture, uh, no longer has the amount of minerals and vitamins that it used to have. So there's been an 80% reduction in the minerals and vitamins that are found in the soils that used to come up through our vegetables. So it is so important on so many different levels that we are supplementing because we're not getting those same levels of minerals and vitamins in our, in our vegetables that we used to get. And that's really due to the farming practices and the industrial farming practices that we have. Soils no longer have the minerals and vitamins uh, that they used to have. And that's why it's so important to be supplementing. Absolutely. And you can have a uh, magnesium deficiency. That's really common. You can have a vitamin C deficiency. You can have all these mineral and vitamin deficiencies, but you can't have a Ritalin deficiency. Let's remember that. <laughs> that's <right>. So <laughs> that's what I learned today. Uh, Richard, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Of course, if you have any questions, uh, uh, detailed questions you want to ask of the good people over at Pauling Labs, you can call the 800 number on their uh, box. Richard, it's been an absolute pleasure having you. I hope we can do this again sometime soon. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much, Jared. All right. That was uh, what I think was a great interview. You're going to have to let me know what you thought. I really enjoyed it. I learned a couple things. I always do. I get these great guests with these great minds. And uh, one of the reasons I love doing radio is because I feel like it's school for me every single week. So thank you so much for joining me on Vitality Radio today. It's an absolute pleasure bringing it to you. We are on the cusp of the podcast. You'll be able to get the radio show anytime and anywhere very, very soon, I promise. Thank you so much for listening to me, Jared St. Clair. This has been Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair, produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham, with very limited help from Jared. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. 
Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.